Hello, everyone, and welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the MindWealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about life for the next little bit. I look forward to hearing your stories and sharing some of mine, and taking you through some of the problems that we've all been experiencing. I feel like talking a bit about my journey is where we'll start, and where do we go from here? Well, we can figure it out along the way, but in the meantime, let's chat. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about mental toughness, what it is, what it's used for, and how we can increase it. Here we go. Mental toughness is a skill many of us already possess in some form or another. It's the thing that helps you progress through the hard times in your life. It keeps you from giving up when you feel like quitting, and it pushes you down the hard path through strength and perseverance. Though mental toughness has been conceptualized in one shape or another since the 19th century, the real formation of the term originated in sports psychology. People like Jim Lohr and Daniel Gold really brought the term to the forefront, and in the early 2000s, a professor by the name of Peter Clough combined much of the previous research and created the four C's, which became an industry standard as the building blocks for mental toughness. Now, the term has touched many different industries and even been published in the Forbes magazine several times, and it's touted as a business requirement for hiring individuals. But what is mental toughness? Well, it consists of controlling your emotions, having the ability to challenge your boundaries, the commitment to completing your challenges, and the confidence to deal with the conflicts and the struggles that arise in those challenges. Which may, to many of you, sound like another popular term used in psychology, grit. Grit is another layer to the topic of mental toughness, and it really boils down to your sticking power in the situation. Think about your mental grit like sandpaper. If you were to rub that sandpaper against a piece of wood, it would grab a hold and get to work. Your ability to persist in long-term goals is similar. So, there you have the four C's of mental toughness. Control, challenge, commitment, and confidence. Now, I know you're thinking this sounds like a pretty good skill to have. Are there ways I could gain or increase my mental toughness? And the answer is a resounding yes. There are actually a lot of different avenues you could use to increase your mental toughness within yourself, and here are a few of my favorites. Focus is something that I'm currently working on. The core goal of focus is to maximize your effort and reduce your workload by planning ahead. You should be able to accomplish 80% of your workload in about 20% of your day, leaving you more time to create and live your life. It will take you a while to get there, and I'm definitely not there yet. But you'll never get there if you don't start somewhere, right? I am currently planning what my workload should look like, how I'm going to break things up, and where I should focus my attentions as I create this podcast and start building the mental wealth brand. Right now, I work too many hours and can't seem to get enough accomplished, but it won't always be this way. I have a five-year plan started. As soon as I hash out the details and the specifics of it, things will get simpler. Setting goals is another thing that I really love to use. For me, I take the large end goal that I want to accomplish and break it down into smaller and smaller pieces until I have daily, weekly, and monthly tasks to complete. Really consider those steps and cutting out the noise. If a task you've written down doesn't directly help you in your end goal, take it off the main list and, you know, if there's time, get to it, but don't focus on it. And don't waste time if you don't have to. For example, this podcast... My first goal was to write and record my first episode, then to get five downloads, and have a weekly release. But that wasn't enough. I had to have a date which it would air, so the goal would be put on a timeline to make it feel attainable and real. Not just a thing I might get to at some point. We will probably do an episode on goal setting here soon, so we can talk about all of this in detail. But for now, focus on accomplishing your small goals step by step, which get you closer and closer to your bigger goals, and by the time you get there, 
it seems much more achievable. Challenging myself is an important step that a lot of people forget to take. It's so much easier to stay in your comfort zone. And boy, are there a thousand and one quotes about how growth doesn't happen in your comfort zone. But there are a thousand of them because it's true. You cannot do the same thing you have always done and expect different results. To get different results, you have to do something different. Now, that challenge could literally be anything. Say, fitness-related. You're walking for 15 minutes instead of 10 minutes. Or food-related. Eating out one less day a week. Or business-related. Reading one book a month on the newest business models. Any of these things and more could grow your mental toughness. As you grow your ability to challenge your surroundings and your comfort zone, you never know what you can accomplish. One of my favorite books, which I've not actually read, but listened to on Audible about four times through now, is Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. It's not an easy story to listen to, but the thing that really gets me is his ability to choose his mindset over matter again and again. He pushes past the state of healthy, and I'm not saying you should do this, but the fact that it can be done is just astounding. If our bodies can do the things he has done and survive, what else can we do if we harness the power of our minds? And finally, finding meaning. If you have an extremely strong reason you are trying to complete the challenges that are in front of you, you are likely to have more grit in finishing them. Take, for example, the people who create nonprofits. Many of them have had their family touched in some way by a tragedy that caused them to push for funding or finding solutions to keep other families from feeling the same. For me personally, I worked in a medical setting for a few years. I watched patients come in and out of that place, but on one particular day, it just hit differently. I was working the front desk, and we had a couple of people with complaints of chest pains coming in, and our first task was to get an EKG on them as quickly as possible. We were pretty busy at that time, so I helped out by taking one of the two back and getting his test completed. He was actively having a heart attack, and he was just 42 years of age, with a daughter at home who was 14. That day will remain a part of me for the rest of my life, and it has brought me to a reason why and that no other situation could have done. If you've listened to my story, you know I lost my dad at a young age, and now I was seeing firsthand the same thing could happen to other families too. And this podcast is my first step in working towards saving at least one of them. So keep hanging out. We've got a lot of work to do. To sum it all up, mental toughness is an important skill to acquire and maintain. You can do it in a variety of ways, but you cannot do it from a place of comfort. You'll have to be willing to grow yourself and be uncomfortable. But the best thing about it, you can literally start whenever, wherever. You can pick it up in the middle if you have to. Here's a brief list of a few ways that you could increase your mental toughness today. Take action on something you've been putting off. Work on staying positive but rational. Manage your self-talk by acknowledging when you're being hard on yourself. Use your strengths to your advantage on what you can do instead of what you can't do. And know what things matter in your life and work to focus on those. Try one of these things today and see how it feels. On that note, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you would like to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode, with some occasional oddball freebie episodes thrown in. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week.